It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rabino. And this is DJ Erm, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. How you doing, man? Man, it's weather, bro. It needs to make up its mind. See, I That's thought you I'm was going to come with the, with the positive vibes, bro. No, 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 that is. I'm trying to have positive weather. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Yeah. You, you feeling kind of, you, you came in sounding kind of blue. You're wearing blue. Come on, man. No, no, I'm just confused. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing bad or nothing. Nah, I know. It was sunny a little earlier this yeah. week, too. Um, anyway, for those of you first-time listeners, I got to welcome you to the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating the culture. We do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements. Uh, man, people out here who are just going after it, right? Yeah. Like li- literally going after what they want and letting nothing stop them. Staying on the up and up, right? Exemplifying what that means. Um, and I do always want to make sure we're shouting out the listeners, man, the the consistent supporters. They're like family to us now, man. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, well, they've they, always been family. Yeah, I always exactly. see them as yeah, like that. But, you know, it takes a little time to, to, to build that bond. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But... Um, definitely want to shout you guys out. Thank you for continuously supporting the platform and the podcast and the movement and, and those that we do bring up on the show because they definitely need the support as well. Um, if you want to continue supporting, you know what to do. Make sure to follow us and listen. You can find uh, episodes on <coughs> excuse me, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. <laughs> Just type in the Up and Up podcast, and that's where you can find it. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and you, you can and like it and too. Like it too. Yeah. You guys already know Erm gonna get mad if you don't like it, so just just do that. I don't for even us. get mad. I just encourage it. Just <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> oh, that was a little passive yeah. aggressive way of saying. Yeah, yeah, saying <laughs> um, now, also, please, please, we urge you guys to follow us and stay tapped in with the movement. We got a lot of great things coming up, um, a lot of great ventures, a lot of great things that we're building for for the community, for the culture. Um, you can follow us at underscore. The up and up on all social media platforms to stay tapped in. I'm excited, man. 2019 is a major year, man. Yeah. I mean, it's a major year for everybody that comes on this show because they're they're on the up and up. They're doing their thing, but you know we're doing our thing too, right? Yeah. We got some things coming. Oh yeah. yeah right. Yeah, we yeah, care we about y'all. Things. We we yeah, got some yeah, things coming. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Any 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 announcements you want to make? You good? Straight. Can we just get to the shit? So it's good. Yeah. yeah let's okay. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now. If you're, uh, if this is your first time listening, you know we're we're consistently always making sure that we can bring a compelling story up here, right? Um, a story that's gonna drive inspiration, motivation, um, and really uh, an accurate representation. I'm like rhyming right now. Accurate representation, right? Because that's what we need in today's world, right? For us, uh, black and brown, underrepresented. So today's guest, man, I, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out how I can explain, but um, I would say he's a man who who's rightfully earned the term, you know, the people's champ. Right for for his community of Seattle, um, and that's 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 usually done through action. Right, you don't just say you're the people's champ; you actually just do it. And um, the work the work you put in kind of speaks for itself. Uh, I would say um, he's a young man whose vision is definitely keeping him on the up and up. Obviously, right? We 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 make sure to keep people here who's doing that. Um, to kind of give you some insight on some of the work he's doing, you know, he's a rapper whose music has done so much is done with so much purpose um, and vision that his impact with the music actually goes way beyond the booth. 
way beyond the booth, man. And that's and I and you know that's what, I think that's what a lot of people need nowadays, man. That's what we look for in artists. Like, what more are you giving us outside of the music, right? Um, some of the things he is involved with, along with the music he makes, uh, he is an educator. He is a co-founder of the Seattle People's Party, a major organization in the city that is doing a lot of great work. Has done done a lot of great work as well. He's also the co-founder of Wablock, which is Washington Building Leaders of Change organization. Um, we're going to get into all that. He's doing a lot of great work. Not to mention, this man has also been named by Seattle Magazine as one of the most influential people of 2018. Yeah. So um, he's a leader in every sense of the word. I think it's better. It's best that we just get straight to it, man. Our guest is none other than the agent of change himself, Rel B. Free. Can we get a round of applause for my brother? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, brother. That's true. Thank you, man. Thank you. Ooh, illustrious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I always say is uh, every great album needs a good intro. So Absolutely. You know what I mean? Every so let's, album, so yeah, let's make sure. a good album, right? You're about to say that every <laughs> I know, show. I, I feel it. Let's do it. I feel like it's sticking. It. I feel like it's sticking. Um, now, if you're familiar with the show, we usually start off with the quote of the day, right? Something to kind of get the vibe right, get the mood right. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not the guy who's really a man of words more so than this guy over here. So quote, yeah. man, quote, man. What you yeah, got? That's me, man. Um... <laughs> All right, so the quote of the day is, empowerment isn't a buzzword among leadership gurus. It's a proven technique where leaders give their teams the appropriate training, tools, resources, and guidance to succeed. Mm. 100. Who said that? John Rampton. Businessman. You want to run that back? You know? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You know I'm right. asking. Yeah, yeah. So the quote is, empowerment isn't a buzzword among leadership gurus. It's a proven technique where leaders give their teams the appropriate training, tools, resources, and guidance to succeed. Mm. That's deep. Yeah, talk. Yeah, I think that term empowerment can be used loosely. You know, mm -hmm. um, I even I actually even heard you speak on empowerment uh, through your music in terms of, um, you know, it's not just about you saying it, but it's about what you get from it, and how what you bring out of people as well, right? Yeah. Um, so before we get into everything you're doing, you're doing a lot, man. And we definitely want to applaud Probably you. too much. <laughs> it's never enough. Man. It's never, never yeah. enough. But we also want to get into kind of the – what we do here on the show is we provide context to people's success, right, and people's contributions and what they're doing. Um, so let's kind of take it back, man. I know you're homegrown, uh, Seattle, right? Seattle Rays. Mm -hmm. um, so talk a little bit about your upbringing here um, coming up and kind of how that shaped your outlook on life going, mm -hmm. coming up. Word up. Yeah, man, I'm from Seattle, south end of Seattle. Mm -hmm. Known this guy since, like, middle school. Uh, yes, I grew up on Beacon Hill all the way to Rainier Beach. That's, like, stomping grounds. Uh, went to Zion Prep, if y'all know what Zion Prep is. That oh, was yeah. all black. Uh, little school over there off of uh, um, MOK. Mm -hmm. um, went there, went to Aki for middle school. Wound up going to O'Day for high school, so, you know, I got to gotta say that. Mm -hmm. um, still stayed in south end, though, and so yeah. that was kind of a part of my story, just, like, going back and forth between different worlds, uh, being able to see a bunch of different parts of Seattle, mm. experience that, um, and have that like add to me, add value to me. Mm. Uh, shout out to my mom and dad, my sister. I grew up with a thick village, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of cousins, a lot of family. Um, I'm second generation Seattle. My dad's originally from Compton, California. My mm -hmm. mom grew up in Yesup Terrace. Mm -hmm. um, and I got mad family out here, yeah. mad family in LA. Man, I've always been inside of music, always been in my books to be 100. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, sure. I, that's, that shit came to me and so yeah. I did it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I was a hooper. I played for a little bit and um, played in high school, played at SPU mm. um, for a couple years uh, before I had to transition that. Yeah, man. Sound Born like, and raised in the city as well. Sound, sound like you had a lot of outlets growing up. 
Hella. Hella outlets, right? Yeah, yeah. I got to choose where, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like I always had, you said empowerment, I just feel like I had a sense of what I wanted to do, mm. and there wasn't that many people that was going to try to stop me. Mm. Like, if I wanted to hoop, it was like, all right, go ahead, hoop. Mm-hmm. If I was like, I'm trying to rap, definitely people try to hate on me for it. Yeah. I try to rap too, bro. People still be hating on me. There's a point you know where it's like, okay, you can't you can't hate on somebody if they're better than you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah. Like if I'm they score than. on you, you ain't gonna you yeah. can't hate on them. Yeah. They just scored on you. Yeah. If they out rap you, what you gonna say? Yeah. yeah. But you but you know, I think <laughs> what I'm getting is it allowed you and I I don't know if this is the case with a lot of other urban areas growing up, but as kids, you know, you just wanna be given a chance to express yourself, right? And I think it seems like you gave you were given a chance to express yourself, whether it was through sports, whether it was through music whether it's through, you know, academics, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, we kind of had to build it, though, too. Like, yeah. I remember uh, I couldn't get into the open mics when I was a teenager because mm-hmm. they was all, like, 21 plus. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had homies that, like, put them on. Um, and so we started open mics um, and, mm. like, doing shows and, like, parties in, in the South End mm. to give people a place yeah. to express, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that was before I was, like, emceeing. I was just trying to host a show. What age was this? This is like 15, 16, 17. Wow. We started an open mic called Empire Nights um, that carried on probably like until like 2010. That's dope. 2011. Damn, 15, um, man. Yeah, I came up yeah. around a lot of folk that was like doing similar stuff that like, and it was like, yo, real, you can, you can host a show. Yeah. When I learned that it doesn't take a lot to do some of the things that I see everybody saying they want to <clears> do, <throat> to me it just clicked. Like it wasn't a question. I don't got to ask nobody for mm-hmm. permission or mm-hmm. help. It's like, nah, you, 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 you down for this? Yeah. Yeah. Let's build it. Yeah, you know? I feel you. Yeah, because sometimes we're like when we're on the outside looking in, we're like, man, could never imagine doing that, you know. Until yeah. you start doing it, you're like, man, that it wasn't even that hard. I was over here thinking it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you got to give an arm and a leg to like make something happen. But yeah, you know, it's just all about it's doing just it. doing it really? though. Yeah. I, like this guy right here, I remember growing up, he used to throw parties all the time, and it make make it look effortless though. You know what I'm saying? And so when I see people just do events, I know just from now actually have done a couple events myself. Yeah. It's just doing it. Do it the first time. After that, the rest is just building on whatever it is didn't go right yep. the last time you did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can be easy. Yeah. And yeah. Not not easy in the sense like it doesn't take work or effort. Because mm-hmm. when, when you're hosting an event, like, yeah. like it's a lot of coordination. Oh, yeah. But that's how you know you're living in your passion when you make you make it look easy. It mm-hmm. feels easy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like every jump shot Kobe took. Looked mm-hmm. like it was it wasn't no work, mm-hmm. but that's because he shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you should you should you should you shoot as much as Kobe. You know what I'm saying? It's going <laughs> you better, you better <laughs> yeah. make as much. Hell yeah! yeah. Um, now I'm actually curious to know because um, you know you you do kind of uh, exude a lot of uh, you know similarities from a lot of leaders that we've probably known in the past, right? I think we all do. We all try to channel certain people that inspired us or motivated us. Um, who were some influences you had? Because, you know, music and activism is kind of that, it's a marriage, you know what I'm saying? And there's yeah. not a lot of artists that I can say kind of blend both of them. But do you, do you have, like, influences? Yeah, for sure. And then I, I feel like people don't, they don't they don't embody the intersection for a long time because mm. they either, like, go either way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They might go Lupe or they might fall off the map, mm. you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. they switch up and then they ain't about no, like, real shit anymore. yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm where I'm at right now. <laughs> I, I got vision of where I want to be. Consistency. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but cats like Bob Marley, for sure. Uh, musically, pop. Mm-hmm. Kanye, like I'm hella influenced by Kanye. Like yeah. musically, like that was, yeah. I mean, I was like one of the only people I knew that was listening to College Dropout. Wow. Had my like CD player. 
had to have the edited version, Ooh. my little pullover <laughs> he headphones. Said, Hold on, he said CD player, the man. CD player. This I remember them days. 2006. <laughs> yeah. 2004. Don't skip you know on what me. I'm saying around that time. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, so, like, musically, I would say that. Yeah. Um, and then my community, yo, I think about folks like Ella Baker, mm. um, my homegirl Nikita, my sister, mm-hmm. my family. Shout out Nikita. Um, Malcolm X, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got to job. Like, I, I read a lot. My pops put books in my hand. Especially books by black folk, wow. um, books by African people. That's important, um, man. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. And growing up in Seattle, especially South Seattle, bro. I mean, we got Ethiopians, mm-hmm. Somali. Like, it's very diverse when it comes to like African diaspora. Mm-hmm. And from an early age, I always understood as, us as being like interconnected and somehow, mm-hmm. you know. And when that wasn't always what we were seeing around yeah. us, you know. That's right. Um, and so I always was reading. And like just understanding like who I was and my identity, mm. and I wanted that. I, shit, I wanted to know who I was at an early age. I mm-hmm. feel like that's a funny thing. People don't know who they are. That's why we make weird decisions. Mm-hmm. And had a lot of people that was empowering me to. That's important you know, though, man. Out. Because then you know, I feel like a lot of black youth um, are are seen as like an anomaly when they do get those books handed to them. Because not everybody is getting them handed to them. You know what I'm saying? So then you you seem like the guy who stands out somewhat because they're like, oh, how do you know all this shit? And you're like, yo, I mean, shit. Shit, I listen too. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I think it it speaks to a greater issue where it's just we just need to provide more resources and educate the youth, you know what I'm saying? Like at an early age, when they're actually going to listen to you when you put a book in their hand, not when they're at that age when they feel like they know who they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. So, um, you know, you said you was putting, you didn't want to MC yet, but you was trying to put shows and stuff together, right? So what made you want to MC or become a rapper? Man, I was always, like, writing therapeutically. It was, like, for me. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't, like, writing to, like, share with nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing my homies come up on stage, I always, like, hop in the cypher. That was, like, the environment I grew up in, battle <laughs> rap cypher. Yeah. So, like, I love I, like, I love that shit. Like, yeah. even to the day, I love it. Um, but probably my homies pushing me, being like, okay, real, like, you know, spit that. Like, we heard you spit in the mm-hmm. back, you know? Yeah. Hop up on stage. And I'm probably, like, 14, 15. I finally started to do that, mm-hmm. um, doing more consistently. I really came out uh, doing a lot of spoken word poetry, mm-hmm. and so even now today, people will say like, "Oh, he's a spoken word artist," and I'm like, "Well, I do that, but <laughs> there's like a couple other things I can do." Yeah, you know what I'm saying I can yeah, spit a yeah. sixteen too, yeah. um, and so just just doing it, bro, stepping out, doing it consistently. Mm-hmm. I've been performing a lot since I was like sixteen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So ten years, I'm like always on stage. Yeah. Um, and it just build a comfort. And that was part of my plot too. I was like, a lot of cats when it comes to music, mm-hmm. they make music that you can hear and it's like, okay, it's popping, y'all play it. But then you see them on stage performing, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this nigga's whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't even know their own words, like the people ain't vibing with them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, nah, I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna make sure my stage presence and my performance mm-hmm. is one hundred percent undeniable. And then I'm make sure like I get my mechanics and my, mm. my, my flow in the booth. I, th- I feel like I feel like a lot of artists try to do it the other way around though. You know, mm-hmm. they focus on the song, make sure the song's good, the beats right, my lyrics are good, and then they're like, oh shit, I gotta perform this. And yep. then <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I've seen some whack ass perf- artists perform on stage, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, the song's hot, but what are you doing? You know? What yeah. I mean? yeah. Um, now I'm actually curious to know because um, growing up. Uh, you know, there's 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 that route of like conscious rap, right? Mm-hmm. And then you said you do you do spoken word and all these different things. Um, did that bother you when people try to categorize you as just one thing? Because I, I hate that to this day. Like you know, you probably do multiple things, and someone says, "Oh, you do this," and you're like, you, it kind of gets you a little bit, right? Because yeah. you're like, "Yo, 
this is equally as important as what I'm, what you see me as. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. how, how do you deal with that? Or for those who are dealing with that right now, how would you yeah. say they should deal with that? I mean, people are going to do that no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But absolutely. Like, people, I was just talking, I talked to these guys about this a lot. Like, me not wanting to get put in a box because I spit real shit. Mm-hmm. And I talk about, like, the stuff that I'm actually doing. Because what would, what would I rather do? Like, lie? Mm-hmm. Then you call me out and say, that, yeah. oh, you're lying about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I keep it 100. I keep it real. Integrity. Um, but also, like, this is the kind of music I want to make. This is my lane. Then nobody tell most deaf and, you know, don't do that. I'm sure people probably did. So I say, bro, just stay in your lane. Yeah. That's what I'm going to keep doing. Yeah. You know, I, I know my vision. Yeah. And the people around me absolutely know my vision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's worked for me thus far. Yeah. I can't really, like, take too much insight from people that ain't either put money in my pocket yeah. or, or lifting me up. Yeah. If, if you're not doing one or the other, then, like, yeah. you're either in the way and you need to get out the yeah. way or you're trying to... And it's, it, you, when you talk about visions, man, that's the thing, man. Like, I think some people don't understand. Like, your, a vision is unique to your two eyes and, and what's going on in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can't really bring people in and expect them to critique your vision, right? Like, I feel like all they can do is re- either enhance your vision... That's about it. Yeah, they mm-hmm. can either try to help and enhance it, or that's about it. You know, because yeah. that's all you should be able to take, anyways. Yeah, I take it though. Like to yeah. be honest, I take in all feedback. Yeah, yeah, you and should. I, and, you should. And bro, like as an artist, like I hop off stage, people holler at me. I'm like, y'all holler at me. I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that you couldn't tell yeah. me what you was thinking. Because at a as a musician, as an artist, as a creative, I, I do want people to like what I'm making yeah. and enjoy it. So I take all that feedback. That's good. Now, I take it with a grain of salt. That's good. Yeah. Because you know you can't just like overexpose yourself to random critique yeah but at the same time if you're really about the craft and you're trying to improve and you want to make something that is globally mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying uh appreciated then you take that feedback in so i take in you know the stuff that's not constructive yeah i hear it and yeah if i don't need it i release Tuck it. it yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. if it's something that makes me think and i'm mad about it i'm like that's how you know when you like you mm-hmm. hear something you was mad at they said it and then you thought about it later on that night and you're like I, yeah. I mean, I probably could switch it up a little. Yeah, I was know? already <laughs> thinking about this. Yeah. Now that's real, though. That's yeah, real. I feel you. So, like, early on, were you starting off with, uh, you know, because, like, you know, some rappers, they just start off doing everything themselves, like getting mm-hmm. software, recording, you know, putting everything together. So, mm. how what was it like for you? Man, musically, it was in a band first. Mm. And that's why, like, I feel like my ear is, like, very, like, musical. Like, I, I, I want to make, like, music, music, you mm. know? Um, Cold Water Theater. When I stopped hooping at SPU, uh, like my sophomore year uh, college, that was my other outlet. I always was like, you know what I'm saying, writing. Mm. And the crew, uh, a bunch of us, the homie John Q, Rondo, uh, Tariq, Christian, we ju- uh, Bravo, we just went into the booth and started making music. Mm-hmm. Um, and we was connected with a crew called Coldwater Theater. Shout out to Luna God, um, who makes a lot of my, pr- who produces a lot of my music. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in LA right now on his own wave. Shout out to JJ Kim, Ian, Marcus, a whole bunch of folk. We just started out making music, mm. yeah. and that was original. That was the original plot, man. I was just in jam sessions uh, with artists that was going from the piano to the drums, from the drums to the bass, mm. from the bass to the background vocals. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Sam Hushin too. Yeah. Um, and that's where I, that's that's why I was like, man, like I, this is what I want to do. Like my whole life, I was make these kind of vibrations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then uh, going through college, just like making music, writing, mm-hmm. performing. I left the country for a little bit, probably like six months, came back. While I was gone, I was like, okay, this is my plan for the next, like, this is how I'm going to map it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I came back. I was like, all right, I'm going to hit the stage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to perform 
every month, every week if I can. I'm just get on stage, wherever you ciphers, can, wherever you can get on battles, yeah. open mics. I'm finna just do all yep. that. 2015, I was doing that the whole year. Then I was like, okay, 2016, I'm finna hop in the booth and really just like begin creating my own sound yeah. that I want. Um, did that for a whole year. Released a Super Predator EP on uh, January 2017. Mm-hmm. Probably I dropped like four projects in 2017 mm-hmm. alone. And then that's when I really started to feel like a groove. Started messing with some different producers. Dropped New Growth last year, tw- mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah. Um, so I'll, even though like my first official solo project came out in 2017, it's 2019 right now. I probably released like four different projects, but not a bunch of other people's. And I got a bunch more in the tank that I'm just like waiting to... Uh, and just trying to perfect. So I'm getting that you, you're a hard worker. That's number one. Okay. <laughs> I would say that. Yeah. yeah. Number one. I, I number, one. <laughs> number one. Number no, one. No, I'm just saying. Let me just go ahead and just kind of put things in perspective here. But so you work hard. Yeah. Right. Because I think there's a lot of artists out here, aspiring artists, aspiring creatives, and you know, I feel like creating should be fun, should be therapeutic, should be expressive, but it's supposed to be taxing too. It's supposed to be a sacrifice. It's supposed to be a struggle too. You're supposed to go through all those emotions. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, but you did mention something that I think was, was kind of interesting where you said after you were done playing basketball, you kind of got together with a bunch of people and you guys were all together in this and expressing, you were seeing that he does this and he does this and she mm-hmm. does this or whatever. Um, I, I see artists sometimes who kind of put themselves in a box, right? Where they're like, nah, I'm not going to collaborate with this person or, um, what can they, what, the, what can they provide for me? I know my sound, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think. Can you speak to that, like the importance yeah. of opening yourself up to collaboration and, and and how that can help you grow as an artist, but also just your career as, yeah. as a musician? Oh, for real, bro. I mean, TDE, mm. pro era, mm-hmm. save money, naughty by nature. Bro, like we can go, we can yeah. go down the list. Yeah. A, a lot of the major like influencers in hip-hop, De La Soul, Outkast, it's, it's Dungeon Family. Dungeon Family, it's, yeah. it's, it's groups of people mm-hmm. that are building each other up, and I just feel like, in Seattle, especially, I think there's a assumption that there's not enough to go around. So cats, you know, feel, or they just feel like I'm I'm so different that mm. nobody else is on my wave, and mm. so then they silo themselves. Which yeah. is like, hey, if you want to yeah. do that, like, yeah. cool. Like I'm yeah. I'm not going to judge nobody. Whatever for works doing for that. you works mm-hmm. for you, but it there's other ways. On, there's it depends other ways. on what you mean work, and it depends on how you mm. define success. Mm. Uh, but That's to real. be straight up, like in my first few projects, I was like, I don't want nobody else's input. <laughs> it's me and the producer. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, I was nah, one. Hey. I was like, nah, like, cause I don't. I'm at this point. I don't need nobody telling me like, oh, you should spit like this. Mm-hmm. What have you talked about yeah, this? Like, yeah. nah, I gotta get myself. Yep. It's like when you you give me a ball and I walk into the court. Don't tell me start like that. Hey, start start closer to the hoop. Like, nah, yeah. bro, let me get a feel for what <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Let me get some shots you. up. Yeah. Um, and that's how I felt that like, 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. It was like, let me just get some shots up. Mm. Um, and then that's when I really started to like, okay, let me pull in the homies. Yeah. Start getting more ideas, and I think I'm just continuing to do that more and more. Um, in a healthy way, and it's like you're creating, you're creating more opportunities too, man. Like that's another thing people don't understand sometimes with music is you, you like you said TDE, man. Like one thing I know for a fact is, um, aside from J Rock, a lot of them were trying to figure their shit out yeah. early on. You know, like they he said, Schoolboy Schoolboy Q was sleeping in the studio, he had nowhere to stay. Like so, it wasn't like they were even rappers at that point. They were just looking for like some sort of camaraderie, some sort of support, mm-hmm. and then it look what it turns into. Mm-hmm turns into probably the, the hottest rap group in the, in the game, period. You yeah. know what I'm saying? For real. So I like that you spoke to that. Um, you said New Growth, which yeah. dropped 2017? 2018. 2018, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always do this shit with rappers. You know that, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I always yeah. want to pull lyrics from songs and just kind of get your insight on certain things. 
Um, so uh, there's a line in the song, um, "Niggas with guns." Yeah. Right, and that's spelled N-E-G-U-S. Go do your go do your homework, y'all. If y'all don't know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the line goes, "Niggas with guns, see your own kind. You better run." Um, can you speak to that? Because I mean, I kind of I got it right then and there, but I think there's a deeper message beneath that. What what kind of led to that line? So I think the line you saying you said niggas with guns. Okay, you you heard it different, which okay, is actually okay. cool. Okay, bring it up. Um, I say I say see me you I say see me you better run. Okay, but no oh. that's that song is uh okay. it's like a continuation of a song I dropped on the other album called Catch Twenty Two, mm. which was me talking about like I might invest in the tech I might invest in the tech uh, like me thinking like man actually I want to strap up because I see niggas out here getting popped every day. Mm. Maybe if I strap up that's gonna protect me I'm gonna feel safer. And me was just going through that song Catch Twenty Two like. Will I actually feel safer, or am I like you gonna be prepared to like really like you know take the homie life? Mm. That was me going through that in that song. Niggas with guns was me flipping it like all oh, these white folk be tripping when a nigga got a gun, but you know what I'm saying the police, these dudes walk walk up in the church. You know what I'm saying I was mm. at I was at SPU. Mm. I was in the space that homie came and like shot up mm. at the school shooting in 2014. Damn. Um, the white folk pull up with it and like you know they say cats mentally ill. Or whatever you know, yeah. and so in that song and that line in particular, I was just like, they don't want to see a king strapped up. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm an advocate for mm. people to know how to use yeah. guns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying everybody got to strap up. Yeah. But I think you should rather know how to use it. Yeah. Than not. Yeah. You know how to use it, when to use it, how to use it, and when to, it's the same yeah. as like uh, the, uh, uh, martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You learn how to use your body and defend yourself. Mm-hmm. That don't mean that you're going out looking for fight. That's real. You know how to defend yourself that's real. if ever it comes. There's an episode of Hey Arnold that's perfect for that. That's, that's, my, my, that's, that's my, my favorite. Show. That's my favorite <laughs> cartoon. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's yeah. Damn. For real. Yeah, but go ahead. My phone, my phone. I, just, <laughs> I, just, I was like, damn, he got real. <laughs> but go ahead, break it down. What, so. Uh, you said there was an episode. I want. Oh, the episode of yeah, Hey Arnold. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, break it down. <laughs> That's hella funny. Okay. I'm about to go watch nah, yeah. So uh, you know Arnold's getting he getting messed with. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. By these cats, you know cats like Harold. You yeah, know fat yeah. boy messing yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, yo, I'm tired of getting messed with. I think he get robbed. Him and Gerald get robbed. Or yeah. Something. Mm. I know. He's like, this guy still be watching Hey Arnold. No, it's on Hulu. You know. So these guys are like, okay, we gotta learn how to we gotta learn how to defend ourselves. So Grandma, crazy, you know, she teach him how to do karate and stuff. And they're going through it. They uh, learned the karate. Yeah, I remember uh, that episode. Arnold learned the karate. But then what ends up happening, he start, it starts going to his head. Mm-hmm. And he starts walking around. He start punking people. Punking people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's taking money from people. Yeah. You know what I mean? scaring people. You know, and even his homies is like, bro, Gerald's like, you cool, dude. Yeah. Like, you tripping. You can chill yeah. out, bro. Power, like, power trip. Yeah, like, power you doing trip. all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, fall back. And then, like, in, in, the, in the story, it basically, you know, yeah. he, he understands it's not about going out and looking for it. It's yeah. about being ready. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so that song, and I know even my mom, she's like, Jarrell, you advocating violence. You telling people to shoot at the cops and stuff. And I was like, I ain't said that. <laughs> I just want people to think different. I'm tired of getting yeah. shot at and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, hands yeah. up, don't shoot, don't work. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. I mean, you got to. We got to be, you got to be on the defense. I mean, we're always on the defense as it is. You know what I'm saying? But it's like when you're on the, on the defense and unarmed at the same damn time, it's tough. It's tough, you know what I'm saying? We see we see what that results in, but um, kind of segueing into what I think can help um, kind of rectify these issues that we're facing. And we're facing a lot of shit, you know, as a people. Um, but one thing I really want to applaud you for doing is, and this is something I something I really know works. I actually heard Nipsey talk about this, how he said that you got to build institutions. 
right, within your community, right, things that people can actually depend on, you know, like tangible things that they could depend on, right, not just hope, not just, you know, rah-rah and all that, you know what I'm saying, and what you did with uh, Wablock, Washington Building Leaders of Change, right, um, can you talk about that organization and what, first of all, what you guys are aiming to accomplish, but then um, speak to some of the work you guys are doing mm-hmm. in, in that group, because I, I really think it's important for people to know. Yeah, shout out to Darzell. Laura, Sky Jordan, Miriam, Zion, Naima, Ifra. Bro, there's so many people. Shout them Chelsea, out. So many people that was at the table. Young folk, too. Ryan. Um, with Wablock, I mean, People's Party. Uh, I work with a group called the Corner Greeters. Like, our back. Bro, I do a lot of this stuff because when the money come, we need somewhere to put it. Mm. I think a lot of cats, like, they try to, like, hustle and they all about the money and that's what they say. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to pay for I'm trying to get this bag. And it's like, cool, yeah, do that. You know what I'm saying? But for me, I'm like, I'm finna build something that's gonna exist so when the money come, we already got the spot to funnel it in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We already got the program mm-hmm. set up parked in the school. Mm. So when the money come, yeah. it's the connection and now we already can... built it. Yeah. And you build it so, we, we were talking about uh, the quote, and empowerment. Mm-hmm. It's building succession. I'm 26, and I'm already thinking about like who going who gonna learn the stuff that I've been able to do, and I move out the way so they can do it themselves. Mm. They can teach somebody else, and then the pipeline. Somebody asked me like, why would you think like that? You're 26. You could still, you know, what I'm saying you could still be blah blah blah. Do for and you. I'm like, yeah. but I'm, I'm my head's over here. I'm scatterbrained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Once I teach some, it's not even like about me teaching somebody. I learn everything that I do. You know, cats like Nikita. Uh, my sister, you know what I'm saying, the homie Glenn, like, they, they, they taught me how to do certain yeah. things. So I pass it off, make it easier, mm-hmm. and we got a bigger team. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Wall Block, it wasn't just me. It was a bunch of people, a yeah. bunch of young folks. I sure, was like, sure. we got to do this. We got to start this organization so we can run the summer program. Initially, it started out as um, we all got cut from another organization. Mm-hmm. Um, they, didn't, they didn't tell us. They didn't tell, the, they didn't tell the kids. They didn't tell the family. They didn't tell the school. And they basically dared us to, like, raised the money to do the summer program ourselves. Damn. It was like, all right. We raised like 50 racks yeah. in like 16 days. Damn. Was able to make the deposit so that we could run the program because our summer program was free, provide food, books, uh, dope education. Um, and then from that, we carried that into the school year, working at Rainier Beach. So I've been working at Rainier Beach for the last like five years mm-hmm. since I graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that's that's what we that's what we needed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. Employing young people from the neighborhood in a number of different places. That's another part of like everything that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's not just about me. I take pay yeah. cuts so that we can make sure we got enough yeah. to feed the family. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. we went from not having no money in the bank to having enough to hire ten people. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like that's and it's wow. it's not even about the fact that we did it. It's one the impact that it's having yeah. in the school. It's giving other it's giving these young twenty 22 year olds opportunities to really like yeah. contribute to the organization yeah. it's, it's, it's malleable like i want Man, it's, it's want re- it to be it's, repre- to be it's representative too yeah you know what i'm saying it's a symbol i think a lot of times these things that are that should be common that aren't common when yeah. they're done you got to use them as symbols mm-hmm. right symbols of change symbols of action like so i can i bring that up because it's something that we can look at and say oh sometimes when you tell someone hey bro we need to make institutions and do this you're like what? Okay. <laughs> but then you could point at what they're doing, and, and literally, there you go. You have no excuse now. You have, like, a blueprint. You have someone who's done it, and is working, and is thriving. Um, and you guys did a project about, what was it? Was it corner? You said corner greeters? 
That's not, yeah, that's something else. But okay, but but, yeah. but I, I remember uh, seeing something about crime prevention or trying to help minimize crime. Mm-hmm. Um, is it was that was that? Oh, so that's where our back. Yeah, these okay. uh, young folk in Rainier Beach. They was like, okay, um, if crime is happening, crime, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Cats be flocking from the safe way and mm-hmm. stuff, and they get in trouble. So we're like, well, what can we do to keep them from having to even go over there? Um, and so they host events like it's, it's literally teaching young folk. How to host events mm-hmm. in their neighborhood. So we go to corner, go to Rainier Henderson. You know what I'm saying? We go to Rainier Rose. That's mm-hmm. where you see me at. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just pop up. We give food to folk, clean up the area, holler at people. Like I said, there's Rainier Beach students, it's Franklin students, Cleveland students mm-hmm. that are like running it mm-hmm. and doing it. Um, and they're engaging with each other. And it's yeah. just like kind of changing the environment a little bit. Are they, are they receptive? Are they as receptive as you would like them to be? Would you say? Or I mean, they can pay. They sh- they show up one because they want to, and two and well, everybody. Well, not not so much the, the employees, but like those that you're engaging with, like the yeah. yeah I mean, everybody. Kids. At the end of the day, it's like you can be mad at somebody for like doing something like this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's just haters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. At the end That's of the day, you, you giving food to people that didn't got have food. That's real. What are you gonna say? That's real. What exactly. can you say to them? Yeah, you know, yeah. like if you want to talk mess about that, then like go ahead, but mm. you don't look like a weirdo. Yeah. Um. So at the end of the day, you know. Um. You do it every week, every couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and it's consistent. Like, yeah. I, like I was saying earlier, just like the consistency. You got to be consistent, yeah. And I think that's the thing, too. Like, we've been doing that for three years. I've been at Beach for five years. Sometimes it's just you do it enough, and you don't have to speak for it. Like, I ain't never asked for, like, I ain't asked Seattle Magazine to hit me up. Mm-hmm. I ain't asked Seattle Times to hit me up. I don't ask South Seattle Emerald. I don't ever ask yeah. for, like, none of that. You yeah. just keep doing it. Your work speaks for itself. And I guess people will, yeah. And that's not even what it's about. Yeah, you know, but you was. but you you do want to shed light on that, and it's important. It's important people do shed light on the great work that's happening out here too, man. Because yeah. yeah, there's <laughs> we need more of it, man. But we, there's a lot of it though. I mean, y'all, yeah, and had, and y'all no, had Najee up here, Nikita, yeah, yeah. Isam, yeah, like uh, the young lady from uh, that was here last episode, uh, uh, Lestrandra, uh, yeah. Alfred, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like there's a, and I think that's the thing that I want to be broadcasting more is the fact that like nah bro there's a lot of dope people that came up in the town yep. that's right exactly. that's, that's like from the that's city real. that's from the soil that's you know giving back not just to young folk but they making waves culturally you know they yeah. fly shout out to Gift to Gav Dave you know yeah. the homie Javon yeah. there's like a lot of people that's really making a wave and, that, and that's what it's about man like you know it's really just paying accurate narratives man I, for a long time I've always said Seattle isn't as reflective as we'd like it to be right so when mm-hmm. someone comes or someone from who's not from here would think Seattle, there's a lot of things they would think. It'd probably be, what, coffee, Seahawks, Amazon, like, you know, rain. just the yeah, rain, rain yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But there's so much culture, there's so much work being done here, man, that, um, you know, us along with other platforms out here are trying to highlight, man, and really trying to shed light on. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you work with a lot of young people, right? And I, I think you would probably know um, or have some tips or advice because my whole thing is, how do you get those introverted, conscious folks, right, who aren't rah-rah, don't want to be the hero, don't want to have the blowhorn or whatever, how do you get them to contribute? Or what are some things they can do to contribute? Because I feel like they're like, man, if I'm not Tupac, if I'm not Malcolm X, then I, I can't really do anything, you know? I mm-hmm. thought there's a lot of people who are like that, but do yeah. you have any advice for them? Bro, I think it's about, like, flipping, flipping the narrative on, like, how things actually happen. I think... We think it's the me kind of personality. I'm going to be 100%. Like, I'm a 
I'm a, I'm a out there kind of dude. You know, I step yeah. into a room and like I'm loud and shit. Yeah. You know, like I like that is me. That's a part of who I am. You came in here screaming, guys. I'm sorry. No, that's a part of who I am. Yeah. But the reality is like, so then we think that is what leadership is. We think that you got to be talking mm. a lot means you got to be a dude. You know what I'm saying? Means yeah. you got to be tall, got to be, you know, light skinned, good looking, all these things that mm. we say like this is what a leader looks like. Mm. But the reality is it's so. And what I would say, how I approach that is not even by necessarily like having to say like, oh, you're introverted or yeah. it's just like flipping the narrative, bro. Like there's so many people that contribute to everything that's ever happened from Martin Luther King, talk yeah. about that, talk about uh, even like musically, bro, catch that we never heard of help build victory laps. That's yeah. right. Help build marathons. That, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. Um, ghost riders, people in the back, um, yeah. uh, PR, mm-hmm. people that work in admin, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, there's so many roles that we need mm-hmm. and I think the important thing is for people like me to acknowledge that we take up a lot of space mm-hmm. and to be like, yo, I don't always need to be the one talking. Mm-hmm. Let me take a, let me take a step back, allow other people's ideas to be, you know what I'm saying, shared and empowering point. the people. I mean, you gotta you gotta create environments where everybody feels valued. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, if you're in a room with ten people and half of them is introverted and the other people that are gonna talk as soon as you, you know, ask somebody to talk, they gotta recognize, yo, chill out sometimes. Yeah. And then those and those people that maybe wouldn't usually speak create an environment where everybody feels valued. They feel like, yeah, they feel they like it's their time to talk. Yeah. yeah. It don't gotta be hard. No, that's actually a good point though. I like that because I feel like if if the hero is highlighting the person on his team or her team, um, me watching, it, it's going to make me value them a little more, right? I'll be like, if I'm a kid, I'm like, oh, shit, the hero, the hero just shouted this person out? Okay, I don't have to be him. I could be that person too, you know? Um, so I think, I, think, I think that's a good point. Sometimes we got to realize the power we have as leaders too, you know? Oh, yeah, that's real. That's real. So um – I mean, obviously, we grew up in South End, Seattle. Uh, what's your take on the uh, – we were kind of talking about it earlier, how we mm. might end up having to move. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what's mm. your take on, like, gentrification? And, mm-hmm. like, what do you think we need to do? Man, bro, it's a lot we need to do. Yeah. I know I know. you could, you could go all day about it. all day. I'm going to wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> hey, but that's what we were talking about. We need to get land. Yep. ASAP. Mm-hmm. We, we need to save up money. Bro, community co-op. We got three people right here. We each put up 15 racks. That's a down payment on a house Yep. that five of our friends could live in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I think when we got to stop being weird about money, because if they take money to make money, mm. you, broke people don't get rich overnight. You Scare know money never made a purchase. Never. <laughs> and and, 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 that's my, that's and making money is not about one, in, one income stream. Millionaires have seven different. Mm. So you got to have a couple different, you know, ins mm. and outs, mm-hmm. incomes and outcomes. In your pockets, um, so I think we need to. I need to, we need to talk about land, mm. which is tough in Seattle. Cause shout out to the Duwamish, shout out to the fact that like we ain't from here. Mm. I think I wrestle with the fact that like I'm black, and like I ain't asked to be here. My ancestors ain't asked to like be brought over here, uh, and we on land that was also stolen. So I know the conversation about land is like pretty yeah. it's tough. Mm. So we gotta we gotta get land. Um, I think we gotta. I try not to say that, like, gentrification. I say displacement because that's the result. You know what I'm saying? It's easy for like white folk to be like, oh, gentrification. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's a buzzword. Activist. Yeah. I never called myself an activist. People call me that. You know what I'm saying? Woke. Mm. 
I ain't never called myself woke. I ain't never said a day in my life like, yeah, yeah. I'm woke. People yeah. call me that. Yeah. Let's, talk, let's, get, let's get beneath that. Yeah, what does bro, that mean? Call it what it is. Justification, yeah. call it what yeah. it is. It's people being moved out of the city that they grew up in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think mm-hmm. if we call it out in a different way, we call it out for what's happening as opposed to like, it's like euphemisms. There we yeah. go. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got um, you, bro. I got you. So we got to get land. Yeah. We got to call it out for real. Um, and yo, we got to, we got to, Raise up our youngins, bro. We got yep. to 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 be successful. That's why um, part of what I'm trying to do is ultimately start a school. Um, and I have a homeschool collective, the Ella Baker Academy, um, that I built with uh, my partner Darzell. And like, it's about creating the opportunity for us to build a school, yo. We can have our own, mm, yeah. You know, to to educate our young folk, teach them what we want them to learn, yeah. Um, and I think that that's gonna be major too, cause bro, like I, I work at the high school. Mm-hmm. You see it firsthand. I'm I I watched this. Shit. I, I watched yeah. them fall through the cracks, yo. You, you, yeah. you know actually you actually catch them in a at a later stage though. Cause, oh yeah. Cause you know what I'm saying like if we can get them earlier than that, if you if know what I'm saying can, before they real. even get the, cause high school man shit. When they hit high school, they're already, especially nowadays with all the, the information age, yeah. they really think they know what the fuck's going on more than ever. You know, yeah. you talk to like a middle schooler or elementary school kid, yeah. they think they know what the fuck's going on mm-hmm. just because they tapped in on social media and shit. So it's like real. the high schooler thinks they're an adult yep. at that point. You know what I'm saying? So In that freshman year, though, like they, they mad influential still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like almost it's once they hit sophomore year, that's when they're like, nah, this is who yeah. you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got bills, homie. Yeah, I can't, feel, you can't tell yeah, me nothing. Season, like, they're like, yeah, I already know what's going on. <laughs> yep. I already had that year. Try mm-hmm. to teach you something. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Damn. But, hey, we still out here, bro. No, no, no. Yeah, you know? know? Right but now, I, yeah. You got to speak on it, though. You know, I think it takes us, our generation as well, you know, to actually understand, like, even though we're still growing, right, and we're still learning about ourselves as a generation and as people, um, we can't just ignore who's coming behind us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I really? feel like we, if we sit here for too long trying to figure out who we are, we're going <laughs> to, you know? It's mm-hmm. just a cycle. That's how I see it coming. And so. the OGs got to, like, we got to stay connected to them, too. Because, mm. um, I mean, it's generational, you know? Mm-hmm. They, it's real. They've seen it before, too. We got to we gotta value what they've seen and what they've experienced. Yeah. It's, what's tough, though, is that I feel like there's not a lot of, I mean, you go one generation back, and most people from Seattle, black folk, grew up in the CD. Mm-hmm. You just go, like, one or two generations back, most yeah. people. Um, I feel like our generation, the generation ahead of us, like, there's a lot of, like, black folks in the South End. Mm-hmm. In the next, like, 10 years, it's going to be, again, it's going to be Federal Way, Kent, yeah. Urien, yeah. the West. We're going to stop that, though. We're going to find a way. Or we just, or we just <laughs> move or we just move all our resources to Fed Way. Why not? Like, we know people going to move there. Mm. Why don't we start get building that? Get a head start. The reason why we aren't able to like get any like uh, traction out here is because we keep getting moved. We was in the city, got moved to the south end, moved from the south end here. What if we like knowing that we're gonna get moved to Federal Way, start, Kent? Yeah, bro. Then we start building. We find we buy a club. We start mm. a club. Or start a, a bakery or a, a barbershop there now because knowing that people gonna end up there, just get ahead of the curve. We gotta think different. Damn, yeah, I never seen it from that way. That sounds that like angle. a good plan. Because then it's like, once it does happen, it's gonna just stay there. Yeah, we might have to. Like, we might have to. We might have yeah, to. Uh, you know we nailed it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah we might yeah. have to. We might have to package this little part right here <laughs> and not release it because you know we can't be putting our yeah, plans no, out real. there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so this is gonna be exclusively uh, distributed to our people, man. All right. <laughs> Static on that whole convo right there. Yeah. I'm just trying to think ahead, like you said, right? Yep. Um, 
Now, before we get you out of here, bro, we always want to make sure we can give you a chance to talk about what you got on the horizon. I know you're working, um, doing so much outside of the music, but you also do got some things within the music that are coming down the pipeline, right? Mm-hmm. So um, go ahead and tell people what they can be looking forward to, man. Yeah, me and Nikita finna drop a music video. Okay. Uh, I was out in London in December. I uh, got to connect with uh, a couple of different artists. Yeah. Uh, we did some live shit to one of the songs that was on New Growth. Yeah. Uh, we finna drop that video soon. Um, same cat that, uh, that uh, helped put that video together. I made some music with him, mm-hmm. so we got a music video coming. Um, I got this project that's going to drop, Energy, mm. coming before May, like by in the next so month and a half. Real soon, right around the corner. Yeah, okay. yeah. going to be dropping a couple videos coming. Um, I got a live show uh, with So Far Sounds on May 18th. Um, that's going to be, they, they usually announce the location like a couple weeks before. Okay. Um, that's coming up. Um, Autumn Club, uh, we got a show on June 1st that's coming up. Uh, gonna have some dope performers coming out of the city. Shout out to Jess Money. Y'all working, um, man. Yo, putting their work. Hell yeah. Um, All you rappers out there. For real. <laughs> this guy. Not nah, for real. They gotta work, man. I mean, nah, we got dude, you. Yeah, yeah, I was having a conversation about it yesterday. Yeah, man. Everybody got different like work ethic, yeah. different pace, but everybody got different goals too. Mm. Yeah. What success look different to some people. Mm. You know, I seen cats like Gabriel Teodros make his living Shout off of music. Shout you know what I'm him. saying? Yeah. Some people might want to say different, but bro, my man's lived his life off music. Mm-hmm. That's success. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Big Bro. He definitely put me on. Julie mm. C. You know? Uh, so depending on your definition of success, bro, keep getting after what you're yeah, man. getting after, you know? It's a marathon, man. It's a marathon. Marathon continues, RP man. Nip. Yes, sir. Yes, For sir. Real. So where can people find you? Social media handles? Yeah. Okay, I, I feel like I gotta spell it, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting shirts or a headband. Rel be free. R E L L B E free. Last time I spelled that for somebody, they still spelled it wrong. It's cool. We gonna we gonna add a little. Yeah, I got you. We gonna we gonna make sure they we gonna make sure they get every opportunity to tap in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So I always ask this question as well uh, to all to all our guests. Um, it kind of sums up a lot of what we talked about, but it also casts what's ahead, right? And, and you know, a lot of the great work you're already doing, but what you're, I know you're going to continue doing, you and your team. Um, so if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up? Ooh. And you can kind of explain it if you'd like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, I say energy. Mm. Energy. Because it's, you know, it's neutral. But it's what you do with it. Everything got potential energy. You know what I'm saying? Every beef, every conflict, that fight or flight you feel, that the buzz before you start the podcast, the buzz before you hop on stage, mm-hmm. it's all just energy waiting to be tapped in. And depending on how you approach it, you can manipulate that. You can leverage that towards what you're trying to conspire to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'll say it's energy. Mm. And my energy, I got a lot of it. I'm going to keep it going on the up and up. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's going to be the intro to my next mixtape. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I don't, yeah. We got to nah, put a beat man. behind that one. Nah, <laughs> you know? nah, man. I'm a firm believer in energy. Like yeah. like a religion, bro. That's like, I love the, the talk about that because it's so powerful, man. So mm-hmm. that's the first time we got energy, too, for yeah, the one word, time. right? Yeah, yeah, that was a plug for that. <laughs> okay. For the project yeah, coming yeah, soon yeah. too. Energy N R G. I'm tapping in. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm tapping yes, in, bro. Sir. I'm tapping in. Um, but yeah, man, Rel, we definitely want to appreciate you for coming through the show. Um, you know, sharing your story, sharing the work you're doing, and and hopefully we we've been able to impact and touch and motivate somebody, one person at least. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying with one this love. with this episode. Um, any any uh, final? 
Nah, man. Come on, man. You, you got know. some? No? Nah, bro. That, that was fire. <laughs> the energy? I was like, all right, I can't even talk after that, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, um, with that being said, man, I think it's safe to say that Rail Be Free is officially a member of the Up and Up. Can we get a, yeah. can we get a round of applause for my brother? Thank you, sir. Hey, yes, sir. Hello, yes, sir. Bro. Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire up and up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the up and up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the up and up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the up and up. <laughs>